Scribble notes, uh, scribble notes when I wrote these quotes. If I offend, pardon me. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Barely Outline. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> We're your hosts, Caitlin and Jamel. What's up? Yo, so today we want to we wanna talk a little bit about um, imposter syndrome. So this is something that I've heard a lot talked about. I've heard a lot of people say it, mention it, uh, shout it out to the moon. Um, so I think that it's, I think it's important to speak on it because imposter syndrome is definitely one of those aspects, one of those things that a lot of people go through across careers, across uh, different engagements. People just deal with imposter syndrome all the time. Why do you think we should talk about imposter syndrome today? Why is it important? Well, first, just let's talk a little bit about like what it really is. So when you are kind of starting something new, or maybe you kind of are leveling, leveling up in some way, you're getting a promotion, you're starting a business, you're kind of just doing something that you see other people doing, and you're trying to do it now. And you're thinking, oh, I'm like an imposter here. I don't have the skills, or I'm not good enough, or other people can just do it better and they know how to do it. So why would I even, you know, kind of step into that? Yeah. It, it's that I don't belong. Right. And imposter syndrome is this feeling that you don't belong, whatever space, whatever area you might be entering. Um, a lot of times people feel like they don't belong and that's what imposter syndrome is. And I think that's the, that's the crux of it all. Like why you feel like you don't belong and the, the feeling is something that a lot of people go through. And I think that a lot of times people are wrong and it's okay for them to be wrong. Um, and that's what we're going to kind of hit on today is that folks are wrong about imposter syndrome. You are not an imposter in these spaces. Um, so where, where, we're going to start off with, where do you see it happen most? Like, where do you notice imposter syndrome most? Um, I definitely like see it and hear it most for people who are starting like their career, whether they started right after high school or they went to college and now they're starting um, for sure in that space, as well as starting a business, but just majority of career wise, because even if they've studied or not for many years to go into this space, they've never been there before. A lot of other people have years of experience on them and they're just like, okay, now that I'm like actually here, it almost seems like I knew this was coming up someday, but now that we actually reached it, like, wow, it actually came to fruition. Yeah, it's it's so hard to, to almost break down, but it's so true. A lot of times imposter syndrome comes from people realizing like, I, I'm bec I've become this thing. Like I've become a teacher, for instance, or I've become a professional like I'm an actor, like I'm actually doing it. And it feels like I don't belong here. I wasn't this before, uh, before I was becoming, I was working towards it, but I wasn't it. I wasn't in the spot. I wasn't in the location. I didn't have the expectations. And I think a lot of imposter syndrome comes from the expectations that people place and have. Uh, it's so easy to get caught up in what you expect. It's so easy to get caught up in like, I don't belong here because these expectations are beyond what I think I can accomplish, even if you were selected because you can. Right. I mean, that's kind of like the crux of it. You literally got hired for a job. They said, yes, they're going to pay you. They agreed. 
you're going to show up on your first day and, you know, however long that you agreed to be working there, they want you there. They chose you over other people usually. And so you're stepping into the role and you're like, um, did they make a mistake? Like, how am I here? Like, no, they didn't. They would have hired somebody else if they didn't think you could do it. Yeah. And and I think in your career, in careers, people feel it a lot, especially if it's your first job, it's your first career job or whatever, or if it's just the first transition. Uh, it's so easy to feel like an imposter. I think in other areas too, it comes up a lot. Anytime someone takes on a, a task that they haven't necessarily prepared themselves for. So uh, my journey of becoming an author, it was so easy to feel like an imposter in that space. Like you're an author, like you wrote a book, like it feels like, nah, you didn't write a real book. Like, how did you do that? Or did you really do that? Am I really an author? Am I really writing a book right now? A lot of people feel that as, as writers and creatives, are you really a photographer or do you just take pictures for your friends? You know what I mean? Like, are you legit about this? Or are you just uh, trying it out? Is it a hobby? Um, and then from there, you start to get over that. You have to start to build some confidence in what you're doing. When we started podcasting, it's so easy to feel like an imposter in the podcasting space because there is podcasts that get millions of listens and thousands of views and tens of thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of views. So when you're small and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing podcasts too, you can almost feel like my podcast isn't on that level. My conversations aren't on that in that scale. So I don't belong here. Or who am I kidding? No one's listening to my voice. It's so easy to down talk yourself. And I think that's what happens with a lot of uh, imposter syndrome and a lot of people who are dealing with it. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of like two parts to that, I feel like. One is that it's so connected to your identity. So kind of going along with the building your confidence, if you don't identify as that yet, like an author, a podcaster, a teacher, whatever you're doing, if you don't say, I am a teacher, then you're not going to feel like you belong there. And then the second part is just seeing everybody else who's already doing it. Um, and so since there's already this community and it seems like they're just doing it so effortlessly sometimes compared to how you feel about yourself, you know, when you step into a school, all of, there's kids in classrooms, there's admin walking around, like everybody's like going to meetings and going into the rooms that they're supposed to be like doing all the actions of the job. And so when you're walking in and you're seeing everybody else seem like they know what they're doing then it kind of sometimes amplifies for you to feel like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, athletes that talk about that when they go pro and stuff, they, they see how professionals really move around and how they actually go about their business day to day. And they say like, yo, I did not know this is how it was to be a professional until I got here. A lot of them don't feel like they belong until they figure it out because it's until you figure it out that you don't necessarily give yourself the credit um, or give yourself the freedom to to move. And I think a lot of us, especially in in our early years and developmental years, really struggle with the confidence in general. And a lot of imposter syndrome comes from confidence, or at least how long it lasts. I think everyone steps into a space. I, I heard an interview uh, from one of, a really famous author, and he talked about how he was at a, a conference and there was all of these other famous people standing around um, the room, people who had written books and they had all been invited. And he was like, why am I here? Like, this does not make sense. And he was sitting, he was standing next to somebody and this other person was like, yeah, 
honestly, I don't know why they invited me. And he was like, that dude was Lance Armstrong. And he was like, yo, this dude definitely belongs here. He had like a crazy <laughs> life, crazy career and actually wrote some really cool book. But like, it's just so different when it's you. And I was like, that's so true. Like, you'll feel like an imposter no matter what, um, depending on what space and how high that space is from where you think of yourself. Um, a lot of times it's easy to think of yourself in a small sense, like thinking that you're way smaller than someone else, that your impact is way less. So now you have to feel like an imposter in that space because you're definitely not on that level. And it takes learning and changing to kind of get out of that. What's, what's been your experience with people uh, getting through and getting past imposter syndrome? Because I think that's the, that's really the big point that I want to make. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about, I think it's really important to remember that all those people that are in that room, all those people that are wherever your job is, all the people that are online, like everyone who is already doing the thing that you're feeling an imposter about was where you were at one point. They all thought, oh, I don't belong here or everybody's doing it better than me. Or why did I even think I could be like so-and-so? They all were there at one point. They all had their first day. They all had their first year. They all were trying it for the first time. So, and they were able to make it through and they don't really feel like that anymore. So you can do it too. You know, you just have to believe in yourself and know that you're there for a reason. I'm going to go even further and to say, uh, go back to the concrete things um, that you're doing. Uh, even just outside of believing in yourself, because that sounds great until it's hard. Uh, what's, what's a lot easier is falling back on the concrete. So if you're, if you're doing podcasts, for example, one of the things that's concrete is you have your cover art, right? Like I have my cover art, I'm uploading it. That's concrete. That says, okay, you have a cover art. Uh, uploading your episode that says you have an episode up that makes you a podcaster uh, whether or not you feel like you belong or not doesn't matter you have episodes up I have a weekly schedule you have a weekly schedule it makes you way more of a podcaster than believing in yourself because now you have something concrete that you can keep falling back on well a podcaster would have a cover art a podcaster would post their episode a podcaster would interview more guests and I'm doing all those things that means so I, I'm a podcaster, right? Like yeah. same thing with authors, things with writers, the things with people who are creative. I've experienced the same thing. Like uh, I've talked to some artists and some artists have even said like, I don't know if I should sell my work. And I'm like, yo, sell your work because you did everything that the other artists also do. You're you went, it. yeah, you're just <laughs> not selling it or you don't feel like yours is as valuable. So price yourself at what you feel like you're valued at and leave it at that because unless you go out and do it, unless if you're taking all of the steps and measures, then you are that um, regardless of even if you want to see it, other people will see you as that. And imposter syndrome, a lot of times is us telling ourselves we don't belong in a space and it's not other people telling us. So if you're doing all of the things that everyone else is doing that exist in that space, then you are that and keep falling back on that at the end of the day, because it's, it's less, it's less of, what you're doing and not being good at it, right? Like there's a difference, in my opinion. There's a difference between just being bad at what you do, yeah. right? If you're bad at what you do, then yeah, you might be a you might feel like, oh, I don't belong here, but you're feeling not imposter syndrome. You're feeling like you suck. Like <laughs> just being honest. You don't feel imposter syndrome if you suck. You just aren't good at it. 
right? Not everything is for everybody. And I think a big indicator to kind of figure that out is how long you're feeling the imposter syndrome. It's okay. And it's pretty, you know, common that you feel it in the beginning, maybe for a week, maybe for a month, kind of however long that like learning curve is for whatever that you're doing. When we first started podcasting, like, how do I set up the mic? And I'm like, figuring out how I'm going to do my episodes, like how long do I want it? So for a while, you have that learning curve of trying to figure all those things out. But in a few months, if you're still struggling with that, then maybe it's time to look at something else. Yeah, maybe you got to start reevaluating. Is this right for me? Because like, if I'm, if I just feel like I'm not placing any episodes up, I'm not doing any of the things I'm supposed to do, then maybe it's not your thing. Like that happens. But you're not an imposter necessarily just because um, you're not an imposter just because you suck. You suck. And that's why. Like, it's not, oh, I don't belong here. It's no, you really just suck at being here. Like, not everyone's good. Like, I can go on a basketball court and pretend to be a hooper, but I ain't a hooper. So I'm not an imposter of a hooper. Like, I just don't get buckets. Like, <laughs> you just don't get buckets that you don't play basketball. Versus you have the stats and you just became pro and you're killing it, but you're still telling yourself, like, oh, I don't belong here. What? Meanwhile, you're scoring all the points. Yeah, very different, very different scenarios, very different outcomes. Um, I think imposter syndrome is something to, to be aware of as you're entering something new. Know that that's what it is um, going in, that there is a level of imposter syndrome that's going to exist. Um, accept that, but also know that there is a place where you'll get to beyond it and you'll feel comfortable and confident in that space. I think another really big tip that I can give you before we go is find other people who are doing it because they'll give you the same guidance. They'll help you learn how they got through it how they went through their imposter syndrome phase and how they feel now that they've kept pushing or kept learning or kept growing and different tips and tricks that they have for that particular field, because every field is different and every field takes a different amount of time. Um, and, and yeah, just, just ask around, ask other people. It also can help to kind of get yourself a little community of people who are going through it at the same time as you. I know like for the district I work in now, all the new folks, everybody like who was new to that school at that time and who was relatively new to teaching. Like we all became friends. We're all going through this together, figuring it out. So having a little community can help there too. Yeah. And with that being said, I hope the best for all y'all. Imposter syndrome is real. It's out here, but it doesn't have to dominate your feelings. Uh, know that it's going to go away, know that you can get past it. And if, if you don't suck, then it's imposter <laughs> syndrome. If you suck, then you just suck. Just move along. <laughs> just keep it pushing. But that's been today's episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like, comment. Uh, we want to know what, what, what are you struggling with? Where is your imposter syndrome coming from? Put that below and I'd love to read it. Absolutely. And uh, check out some more episodes on Scribble Notes. Peace out. <laughs>